Hey everyone, and welcome to Truth For All Podcast. Tonight, we will be discussing a topic that has been hidden by the church since about hmm, 1500s, you can say, give or take. Um, I know for a fact the first Bible came out around the 1400s, 1500s, around that time frame, okay? Maybe a little later, but they took out the things that they didn't feel comfortable with speaking on or, you know, elaborating on and going on about, if it didn't fit well with them, they took these things out of the Bible so that they didn't have, um, you know, people with mixed feelings or people with extra questions on this, that, and the third. Extra questions that they didn't want to have to answer. But my thing is, if you were called as a man or a woman of God, there shouldn't be a limitation on the things that he asked you to do. Like, being a service to people, whether it be, you know, they come ask you for some advice, I just need to talk to you. Or maybe um, someone's going through something, and they, they just need to vent, or they need somebody to pray with them. Why is that a problem? Why is that such a burden or issue? It's not. You would want somebody to sincerely pray for you, so why wouldn't you do that same thing for someone else you see you have to get respect to give it but at the same time be of service humility love kindness gentleness reassurance to let people know hey i care about you or i'm i'm, I'm here for you in any way that i can be so people just need someone to be there. Specifically, they just need someone to be there to sincerely lend an ear, to sincerely lend a kind heart, or a shoulder, or a prayer warrior, and not spread their business over whatever city you go live in. No, whatever they talk to you about privately, you keep that amongst yourself privately. If you went and talked to someone sincerely, about something that you got going on with you and maybe your significant other, okay? Now, if they talk to you, right, in sincerity on their situation and what they got going on in their life, would it be okay for you to go and just blabber out their business? Is that okay to do? Honestly. And people always say, well, it's really not an issue. It's really not a problem. Okay. If it's not a problem, right? And it's okay if they do it back to you. If it's not a problem. Okay? You got to really understand what is a problem. And what is not a problem. So. I remember when I was watching. On Superbook. An episode. Which I'm going to have to post one of them one day. So y'all can check that out. Um, I was watching an episode on Superbook. And. Jesus. You know. Came. And. Was with the disciples as well as different people um, that were in the synagogue that were there to see Jesus like actually there to whether it be to get a healing deliverance, set free of something um, whatever that they might be but they would come yep, to these different synagogues and places where Jesus would be teaching to see if they could receive 
a miracle. I received help. And I remember when um, Jesus was in there and this lady was washing his feet. And Judas got mad. Yep. He got mad and told her that she shouldn't be doing it. But Jesus told her, I mean, he, yeah, Jesus told her to keep going, to keep doing what she was doing. And he told Jesus, Judas to leave her alone, that she was doing what he had asked her to do. Because what she was doing was an act of um, service, but humility to the highest level because Jesus was the Son of God. Whether we all knew it at that moment or not, the noble act that she rendered to Jesus, that was like, really big okay very important and because she did this act of kindness it's an act of, it's showing an act of holiness humbleness towards jesus then after that happened he went and began washing the disciples feet yep see they always like they didn't understand at first but he told them this is an act of humility like this is what he is doing is showing that you really care for Jesus. Allowing him to wash your feet as an act of humility that this man of God could go down as low as to the lowest, which is a servant, and wash people's feet. And he still, not once did he get arrogant, not once did he get the big head. Or us today, I ain't finna wash nobody's feet. This, this is us today. He didn't complain. He didn't murmur. He didn't get upset. He just did it. In a loving, effortlessly way, but it was full of so much um, power and um, the anointing and the Holy Spirit just from that act of holiness. It was powerful at that moment. And it just shows you that even the highest can go to the lowest position of washing a person's feet and still show love and kindness. That right there showed me that the love that Jesus have for us as being children of God, it's beyond we can even imagine. The word that came to my mind was captivate. You can't even, like picture, you can't even like wrap your mind around it. Like, wow, it is mind blowing to know that somebody loves you that much. Effortlessly, that means it ain't no burden for them to love you. He just loves you because he want to love you. As your father. See that I can appreciate. Why? Because I never had a father. So if you've never had a father or experienced that a father's bond or a father's love, you won't be able to appreciate our father in heaven. That's the truth. If you've had a father in your life, you don't know what it's like to not have one. So when you do have one, whether he's here physically or in spirit, he's still here. He still provides. He still takes care of me. He still protects me. He still guides me. He still leads me. And even in the midst of me dealing with your flesh, your emotions, your hormones, your um, your thoughts, your actions, your words. Learning to be mindful of that when you hadn't been mindful of it at first. It, it's a little bit tough. But if you allow God to come into your life. He can help you get through this. Even on that moment where you feel like you're going to cut somebody smooth out. I'm talking about you know all the good words. But they're not good words. But you know all the big words. You know you know how to sound. You know how to say good words. Sound just, mm, that ain't what you're supposed to say. 
See? And it's your choice. Do you choose to say that? You know it's a choice now. Because you know right from wrong. So it's like, am I that angry that I'm just going to do it anyway? Or am I going to think about what I'm doing before I do it? And I do it. You see? The whole idea of this is our life that we can do exactly what we want to do, when we want to do, how we want to do is a lie completely. And they've told us this since we were children, even to as an adult. And now they've become manipulative and deceitful and deceptive with it. Because why? Now you want to use Jesus or the word of God in your midst. You feel me? They'll say, Jesus wants to talk to you. Not knowing when you click this advertisement, this is a guardian angel, quote unquote, from a medium or a psychic um, reader. What do they call it? And little people know, which I didn't know either, because I used to seek out and reach out to these same people. Because I thought this was the right way to go. No. All they are is attaching more demons and attaching more negative spirits to you. That's all. Because they're opening up a realm that you have no clue that even exists. Because you can't see it with your natural eye. Yep. I can't see it with my natural eye. This is why each day I pray for the eyes to see and ears to hear. So maybe I can't see it. Maybe I can't. But if I can see a glimpse or a <clears throat> a glimpse or something that stands out distinctively or something that just doesn't look right or out of the ordinary or something that you know how things have went for a week and then all of a sudden after eight days it's this way and you know those seven days everything has went the same specific way but on the eighth day it, it turns out to be something different on this eighth day you don't know why hmm. these are things you cannot see yep so in this whole segment of exposing the mirage, okay? I want to get to that point. I don't want to just come flat out and tell you what's going on, blah, 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 because then you're not going to understand it. So this is why I'm trying to walk you through it, where you can't understand what I'm trying to explain to you. One second. Never would you have thought in a million years, that the place that we lived in and grew up and uh, were raised up in or survived in, that is really and truly corrupted. That it's really and truly a sinful, mor uh, uh, a sinful mirage. Yep, a sinful, corrupted mirage that has made us to believe that this is the American dream. No. It's not the American dream. It's not the American dream. Why? That's the illusion that was put before us as children to even adults. And we were taught, and I mean literally taught, almost drilled into us that it's our life and we can do what we want to. You decide your five-year goal plan and your career this and career that and this and that and the third. Not once did y'all mention God. Not once did you say, hey, the world that we live in, there's an evil entity out there trying to kill you and destroy you. Not once was that mentioned in school. Matter of fact, they took prayer completely out of school. So therefore that there would be no form of God 
to an extent at school only the pledge of allegiance which is not really the true pledge of allegiance is just some words that we all say because we're used to saying it yep why i know that's the question you're asking why why would they not tell us this why would they hide this from us and keep us unaware that all of this is occurring all around us because they in cahoots with that same individual. That's why they're not going to tell you that it exists or tell you that this, that, and the third because they're they going to tell off on themselves. They can't expose themselves because if they do, then you, they know that. Then, excuse me, let me correct that. You would know that they're trying to trick you and manipulate you if they tell off on themselves. You see? So this is why they can <clears throat> talk about God to an extent. Excuse the dog in the background. This is why they can talk about God to an extent, but never at its fullness. Because <clears throat> when you do, people get offended. When you do, people um, don't like what you say. People don't like how you say it. Especially when you're in exposing the mirage. <clears throat> you, you're snatching covers off of stuff. So therefore, you're stepping on people's toes. Who's people, you're stepping on people's toes who are in high positions so they felt as though no one would ever find out about any of this you see but see god is exposing all evilness and wickedness all over this world so we can know the truth that we have salvation and then this zero dollars and it's free this is what he's exposing so you can get saved for real it's not about what you drive it's not about how much money you make it's not about if you work if you don't work it's not even about what's your skin color or what neighborhood you live in. It's about your heart. That's what it's all about. Is your heart sincere? Do you show kindness to people? Love to people? You don't wake up acting like somebody done pissed in your Cheerios and rolled you off the other side of the bed. You can't get up acting like that, like you mad at the whole world. If you're going through something, that's understandable. But that's what prayer warriors are. Where, blah, blah, getting tongue twisted. <laughs> this is what prayer warriors are for. This is what you should be praying for. You should have a consistent prayer life. I'm not talking about pray every month or pray every week. I'm talking about pray every single day, all day long. You don't stop praying. Why? Because the enemy waiting for you to get mad, waiting for you to slip up, waiting for you to make a mistake in any way, shape, form, or fashion because he right there finna nullify it in the ground or make you feel like you're the worstest person in the world. Nope. God still loves you even though you messed up. Now, repent. Mean what you're saying when you repent. Don't just be saying it because the words sound good. He know when you're lying. And he know when you're not lying. Mm. So that means be sincere when you're having a conversation with God. Whatever that, that prayer might be, let it be real. Don't pray out loud. Pray quietly within your heart. And you tell God, if you want to talk out loud, you're more than welcome to. But if you don't feel comfortable talking out loud, you ain't got to open your lips. Nope. You think it. And say it in your heart and you let God know what's going on. And be real with him. Because he's going to be real back with you. Yep. You tired of certain stuff going on? Okay. If you're tired, how tired are you? See, we're exposing the mirage, but this is also exposing the enemy for who he is. Even if he's in your life. We're going to expose the enemy that's in your life. Just so you know that our enemy is around you and lurking so you can protect and cover yourself. This is what I'm here for. And guess what? I ain't got it like my granny say. 
No, I ain't got a pot to piss in or wanted to throw it out of. Well, guess what? God's provided me a way to reach people, to tell them the absolute truth about his word, about his promise. And he told me to expose the mirage and I'm going to do it. I don't care how long it takes me. I got 8 billion souls I'm trying to reach. And guess what? If I got to move at turtle speed, to God be all the glory. It's not a walk and talk or act. I ain't into no religion at all. Religion is evil and wicked. It ain't nothing but a, like you put on an outfit or you put on a costume. That's what religion is. Mm -hmm. That's what religion is. It's an act. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, mm -mm. we ain't into none of that. We're not the, Pharise the, 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 the Pharisees and the Sadducees. No, we are children of God. See the difference? So we don't judge. We love. We don't judge. Now, if you're doing something crazy that's off the ball, it ain't right. By all means, out of respect, we're supposed to say something if we care about you. But see, if a person don't care about you, they're going to say nothing. They're going to watch you, talk about you behind your back to whoever, whenever, wherever, but then smile up in your face. Know that song? <clears throat> what? Backstabbers? <laughs> Those people really do exist. It could be loved ones. It could be your co-worker. <clears throat> it could be neighbors. It could be strangers. You have people that don't even know you. But because you have a light. Or glow about yourself, they'll hate your guts <clears throat> because they don't have that light, so they feel some type of way. They don't realize they can have that same light. All you gotta do is accept Jesus Christ in your life. That comes with that light, and it don't never go out. It don't get turned out. What well, ain't no light bulb? It comes on naturally because it's from within, in your heart. That's right. When you accept Jesus Christ in your life, guess what? You get the best gift that anybody ain't never had, except the ones that's a real child of God. When you accept Jesus, you get the Holy Spirit. Can't nobody take it away from you. No one. And guess what? <clears throat> the Holy Spirit don't charge you. The Holy Spirit don't charge you. Oh, it's $100 to pray for you. Holy Spirit don't do that. Oh, well, for me to deliver you, it's $230. Holy Spirit don't do that. Oh, for me to preach to you, it's $360. Holy Spirit don't do that neither. Whatever you do for the Holy Spirit, you're supposed to do it sincerely and without price. If somebody bless you, you're thankful for the blessing, but you ain't looking for the blessing. You feel me? Because God is going to supply all your needs. You ain't going to go hungry. You won't be under no bridge. And you won't be homeless. If you listen to the Holy Spirit, he will lead you and guide you. Sometimes, I ain't going to lie, I mess up. Because if I'm angry or going through some stuff in my body, sometimes I can't hear the Holy Spirit because I'm so involved with, <clears throat> excuse me, what I'm going through my body. You got pain in all directions. I'm not going to no doctor for that because guess what? Every pain you have, they're going to give you a medicine. And with that medicine comes side effects. Then you're going to have to take medicine for them side effects for that first medicine. Then the second pain you got, he got to give you medicine for that one. Then don't forget, they're going to have about three, four side effects. You're going to get another pill for them side effects. That's just breaking up their bill for them to charge your insurance for a whole bunch of money for Medicaid or Medicare or whatever insurance that you have. No. <clears throat> I understand you hurting you going through, but I'm going to tell you just like this. I talk to God about what I'm going through in my body. I do everything as far as with my body naturally. Self-medicate because I refuse to be messed up behind the doctor. You see what I'm saying? You're taking all this different stuff and you wondering why you feel bad and horrible. No, if I'm going to feel bad and horrible, I'm going to feel that way naturally. I'm not going to take your medicine to make me feel that way. You feel me? No, you can't do that. Mm -mm. And see, so many people have done it and ain't said nothing about it because they listened to the doctor. I did that when I had Dr. Sacedo. And that's why my appendix exploded. He gave me a medicine that I wasn't supposed to have, and it made me sick. And guess what? He told me to keep taking it. 
To be a GI, no. I'm not going to keep taking something that's making me sick. As a dog, where I couldn't even keep nothing down. So who you going to listen to? You going to listen to God or you going to listen to them doctors? You see what I'm saying? That's where I was at because I'm trying, I was trying to hurry up and get this tumor cut off. Just running to anyone that I can, just trying to hurry up and get it off. I think about the after part, where I'm going to go to get uh, 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 for the healing and, and to, to, to uh, therapy and get, get, get yourself back on track. I want not allow someone that much control and vulnerability of taking care of me. When I worked in a nursing home since I was 18 years, 19 years old, they don't take care of them patients, right? And some of them aides, you got some good aides that clean them. Then you got some that leave them people in that pissy stuff. They be nasty. You come in on your shift at night, they diapers soaking wet. How they soaking wet and I just get here? Baby, don't play with me. I'm serious. Been there, done that. Yep. Been there, did that. Did that for like eight years. I love seeing that work because the other people are so sweet. And some good domino players, too. They don't cheat. <laughs> Lock up the game. Mm-hmm. So, most importantly is listening to God. Exposing a mirage for exactly what it is. The distractions are meant to keep you away from God all the way together. Some people have so much stuff on their calendar and list, they don't even have a chance to give God no time. Not even pray, because they got so much stuff they got to do. Mm-hmm. How about if you just, oh, you can get out the, I don't even have a bed. You see how blessed you are if you have a bed to lay in? I don't even have a bed to lay in. I sleep in a chair, but I'm still grateful and still going to give God the praise. Why? Because I'm comfortable, even in a chair. Now, I know, big old relaxed comfort chair. Uh-uh. Just a little simple square chair. Mm-hmm. Big old me. And be relaxed and, and sleep good too. And grateful for what I have because guess what? I thank God I'm not under a bridge. I'm safe in my mother's house and guess what? We can receive people every day. Be kind, show love and kindness to these folks who really need love. They're so used to people being mean and hateful that when you're friendly and kind and show love, they look at you like you're crazy. Like something wrong with you. Why is there something wrong with me because I want to be nice to you? Why is there something wrong with me because I'm being kind to you? Why is there something wrong with me because I want to pray for you? Or why is there something wrong with me because I want to see you succeed and make it to heaven and not burn in hell? Why is that wrong? Yes, I got flaws. Yes, I got things that I deal with. Never said I was perfect. Not once. But for God I live and for God I die, even with my flaws. And if you want to spend the rest of your life judging me, go ahead. But don't get mad because God picked me. Don't get mad because God told me he has a purpose for my life. And regardless of my flaws, I'm going to do my purpose. That's what I'm going to do. With my flaws. And God is going to. He's the gardener. He can handle all of that. All I'm supposed to do is keep going. And trust him every single day my eyes open. Because that's one more day to reach one more soul. We got 8 billion souls in this whole entire universe. And I wonder how many of them actually know Jesus. And know God. To know how loving Jesus is. To know how kind Jesus is. And how patient God is. And understanding. You feel me? That's that's the part you need to know about, but y'all don't know about that because people put his name in the ground and talk about him like a dog until they need him. Then it's, I need you to pray for me. I need you to, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with your hands? What's wrong with your voice? Why can't you talk to God? Are the sins that you committed so horrible that you can't even face God? Guess what? Sincerely, he will forgive you. And it's all gone. You get to start over brand new. But now, check this out. When you start over brand new, everything you do from that point forward matters. Why? Because you know right from wrong. You, just, you can do what's right. Sitting and chilling, minding your own self business, and showing love and kindness to people is not wrong with that. At all. The bad part is talking about folks. Being mean to people. Being rude to people. 
being hateful to people, not showing love or not showing kindness, those are not good things. Those are not good deeds. You will not get into heaven doing any of that. Because the first thing Jesus says is be kind and love one another. So, I'm not telling you you're doing anything wrong. If you're showing love and kindness, that's what Jesus looks for. Is, is your heart right? Is your heart right? When is it going to hurt you to ask somebody, how you doing today? You all right today? I asked my mailman and he looked at me. No, I asked Miss, Miss Rhonda last week. And she looked at me and she said, you know what, I'm okay. And I guess had nobody asked her that. Really. And I'm like, do y'all not talk to y'all people that deliver y'all mail? Do you see what I'm saying? Just to show courteous, kindness. Thank you for delivering my mail for me. <laughs> Are we that so hard and harsh that we can't be kind? Are we that hurt and broken that we can't show love to others? It's okay to be broken because I've been broken. But when I tell you God can heal all your brokenness, even the tough stuff, that you sit and cry by yourself, that stuff, and he will teach you how to have a peace that people won't understand. Just you and him. Because it's not for them at that moment. They're, they're, their salvation is for them. But see, God's working with you. So yes, you can help them and reach reach out to them, uplift them, be encouraging to them. But guess what? At the same time, you being encouraging to them, God is still working on you. Ain't that amazing? He is still working on you. And baby, I told my father, continue to work on me every day. And if I mess up, that's okay. I'm going to keep going because tomorrow's a new day. That's another day for me to try even harder to do better than I did yesterday. See, I know I'm imperfect. But see, I can admit that I'm, in, I'm, I'm imperfect. But guess what? Even in my imperfectness, Jesus loves me. Oh, you ain't got to buy him. You ain't got to do anything inappropriate. You ain't got to sell yourself short. He just loves you open armly. This with open arms. Exposing this mirage is not easy, okay? And when I first got the assignment, I didn't know what to do. Because of losing everything, I lost everything. So I didn't have a way to do stuff that I used to do and make things so creative and this and that. I didn't have all those stuff no more. So I had to figure out how to do things to reach people. The best I know how. This is with no finances. But when I tell you, if you trust in God, you ain't got to do nothing appropriate to make it. Mm. You ain't got to. It may not be what you want, but it'll be what you need. I'm sorry. I did not even cry. But see, if you ain't ever been there, you won't understand why I'm crying. Oh. God will meet you right where you are. And he will love you past all your brokenness. All you got to do is just be real. All you have to do is be real. Be you. You ain't got to walk like nobody, talk like nobody, act like nobody. 
just be you. And he's gonna love you. <laughs> Past your understanding. And every time I try to wrap my mind around it, he say, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. And lean not into thine own understanding, but in all my ways acknowledge him. And he will direct my path. Y'all, that's a promise. You can bet your life on it, your everything on it. God don't lie. This is part two of exposing the mirage. Just the part about Jesus and how loving he is. But see, in the mirage, they make Jesus be just some weird character, whatever person. Jesus was the most loving person. He never did wrong. He healed people, fed people, raised people from the dead. It made the lame walk, the blind see, and them same folks said kill him. Imagine if you did all this stuff to help families that needed help or feed these homeless people or uh, pray for these people, and they got healed, you know, if they were sick or something. Then all of a sudden, here comes somebody, an instigator, right? They go and report you to whoever, and then here they go coming trying to kill you because of all the good stuff you didn't need. How would you react? How would you respond? And what would you do at that moment? If you listen to this tonight, and I post this on Facebook or Twitter, I want you to comment in the comment box. If you was Jesus and you handed all this kind of stuff to everyone, for everyone, feeding them, took them to the grocery store, took them to the doctor, even prayed for some folks and they got better, all this good stuff, right? And then them same people that you helped, they turned around and said, kill him or kill her. What would you do at that moment? I love each and every one of you. I'm praying for you. Exposing this mirage is not easy. But I promise God that I will trust him in everything I have. And I have nothing. So I can trust him with my all. I'm grateful to have this opportunity to witness to someone. And tonight I pray for each and everyone's protection and safety, for your healing, your deliverance, and your salvation. Lord, I pray tonight that you reach out to anyone who's feeling broken, anyone who's feeling lonely or feeling doubt or feeling like they just nobody. You are someone. And I rebuke any of those negative thoughts that have been sent to you in any way or anywhere. We rebuke them and send them back to hell by the authority and the power of Jesus Christ. You will make it. You will not fail. You are above and not beneath. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. So don't you ever forget it. I don't care what nobody say about you. And by the power and authority of God, I pray for their minds, their bodies, their souls, and their spirits, and their hearts all over this entire universe. Eight billion of us. Lord, we need your forgiveness. For if we've done anything wrong, thought anything wrong, acted in any way, shape, form, or fashion that was not in your will, Father, help us do better. We don't know how to do it, but we can do better than what we did yesterday. Just by saying a nice word to somebody, God. Or just a simple conversation can change someone's day, Lord. So use us out for your glory to touch someone's heart who just needs a kind word. Maybe they're thinking about suicide. Or maybe they're thinking that they can't make it because of loss of a job or a loss of a place to live. God, you said that you will provide every single one of our needs. And whatever attack that's against them, God, show us how to get them out of this attack. And show us how to teach them ways to help themselves. To not fall back into this trap of the enemy. 
We can't make it, Father. You said that we can. All we have to do is put you first, God. So teach us, even in this mirage, in this sinful, evil world, teach us how to stay focused on you, how to stay calm, how to stay peaceful, and enjoy what you've put right before our faces, the word. If we have our phone, use it for good things, not negative things. Encourage someone. You never know what they're going through. Lord, we thank you for this platform tonight. And we thank you for the ones that do get a chance to hear this whenever that they get a chance to hear it. If it's April the 1st, 2023, or if it's December 9th, 2023, whenever that they hear this word, God, let it touch someone's heart. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. By your power, Jesus. We believe in you, and I stand on your word 100%. And I got your back, Jesus, because you always have mine. Like four flats on the Cadillac. That's one of the best vehicles Jesus did. I'm talking about old school, old school classic. You don't get no better than that. We got you, Jesus, and we're going to share your good news everywhere you need us to. As long as you open our eyes and give us strength and keep our hearts pumping, we're going to keep spreading your word. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for dying for us. Thank you, Father. I pray tonight that this podcast touched someone's heart tonight. And again, comment on one of the on Twitter or Facebook on what you would do if this was you in this situation. If you've been kind to all these folks, you got all their names wrote down. Then all of a sudden, all these folks going to come back and try to attack you in a bad way. How would you react? Just curious. If you have any questions or you, you have um, something that's on your heart or something that you need answered or advice, you're welcome to email me, truthforallpodcast at gmail.com. T-R-U-T-H, the number four, A-L-L-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you. I'm grateful. And I'm praying for you. Always. And I'm not going to stop. Because you can't stop me from praying for you. I love you that much. Have a good night, everyone. Whenever you hear this broadcast. And know that God loves you. And Jesus loves you too. Good night. Take care.